Welcome to Gain That Tune. is going on everybody it's game that tune back in the house once again it's your boy john harrington here we've got john regan with us say hey hey we got jesse moore say hey hey and we've got the king of the show david fleming say hey hey hell yeah guys welcome back game that tune in the house episode 337 and man oh man what a show it's gonna be tonight guys um, if you're just joining us here on Game That Tune, uh, you know, thank you and how absurd. And this is going to be a lot of fun. We're going to listen to some video game tunes. Uh, we've each brought three songs from a game. We're going to try and guess each other's games based on the songs with a little bit of trivia. Uh, we're going to goof off. We're going to have a ton of fun. And the winner at the end of the night picks the theme for the next episode and plays some bonus tunes. And our winner last week was the man. Um... Not sure what he's going with tonight. Yeah, I'm trying to, you know, uh, it was Jesse the Hitman Moore. Um, what, what style would you call these shades you're wearing, Jesse? What's this? Uh, what's this thing? It's, it's a good look. I kind of when I saw them, for some reason, I thought more of like a Becky Lynch situation. Because she was wearing like weird sunglasses for a little bit. Okay, so yeah, just you know, it's the man Jesse Moore, the winner of last week's episode. No, and I did Je- not win. You didn't? No. No, I won. Oh. Man, I'm, I'm misremembering everything. Oh, I'm the one that you usually edit the show, but I did it this week, so it's not as fresh on your mind as it is for like... No, yeah, I, I, oh, haven't listened okay. to, I haven't listened to last week's episode since we made it. Jesus. Wow, everything's was, out of my brain. I was okay, like, why so, is he talking to me? Well, yeah, I, I do you're shit. decked out. Yeah, my eyes are drawn to you. You're that's like, true, you're, that's true. Like, looking into the sun. I do um, look like a winner. Yes, exactly. You know, Jesse came in with a new heel persona, but no, he didn't win at all. David won last week's episode. The King. Um, David the King Fleming. And David picked the theme for this week's episode. Not Jesse. So, David, tell us what it is. Um, the theme of the episode is cooperative games. Mm-hmm. Games that uh, have a... You know, a, a very big, bombastic musical feel to them. Perhaps you wear a half mask and uh, haunt people. Um, no, you're thinking operatic games. What did you say? Cooperative. Oh, okay. Oh, is it games that are like too small to be like a town? So it's just like a, like a town incorporated uh, or something? Unincorporated games. Unincorporated games, yeah. Yeah. Indie games is what they're called, David. Oh, yeah. Why don't you just say that? No, I yeah. think it's I think it's games where um, it's it's like a technically a business, I guess, but like it's run by the people that own it. The owners are also yeah. work for it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I games that take place at the hippy dippy grocery store, <laughs> right, David? That's what guys, it is. It's the pre- you know it's the farmers market game. Guys, I know we went through this so much last time. 
but how many times can I make this clear? I was talking about like arcade machines where you put in a quarter or a token before you can begin, you know, (laughs) coin operative games. Oh, there it is. That was that was what it was. You know, it took me a second. But yes. okay. so games that are uh, that cost a coin and maybe maybe you play it with a friend. But do you play it against a friend? No, no, no. Not these games. No, these games uh they're uh, they're best uh you know shared with uh you know with a partner and uh enjoyed together no uh, no head to head competition here fellas no it's it's cooperative games for all that nonsense it's games in which you and a uh, you and a friend or you and somebody else you know play on the same team we're playing playing a game of teams tonight guys you know any you any and a friend game. or you and some asshole right exactly i mean you know we've all been there yeah, you, know, you you cozy up some asshole next to the you know the Simpsons arcade machine. You try to do those team attacks. It's just how it goes. You know, this guy doesn't know what he's doing. He's sucking ass. He's not doing the right jump kicks. But hey, you know you're, you're going to carry this thing because you have more quarters, and eventually they'll leave. But it was fun for a couple of minutes. Um, it's uh yeah, it's going to be a fun episode. You know, gaming with friends, man. You know the old. The old uh, tried and true tradition, the thing that everybody loves more than anything, cooperation. We, uh, man, you, you love to see it. I was thinking, guys, since it's a, it's a special episode all about cooperative games, I think that we should play in teams. <gasps> so, David, since you won the episode and you're the king of the show, you get to pick a teammate. Who's it going to be? This is like asking me to pick one of my hairy older children. Um, God damn, if I'm not drawn in by those shades, I'm going to pick Jesse. All right. Look at that. What a team. David and Jesse cooperating on tonight's show. And that means it's me and Johnny. No, fuck um, you, John. I'm my own team tonight. <laughs> no! <laughs> Johnny flying solo. Oh, no. Well, you know, I'm, I'm still going to keep score as though we are a team. Um, you know, I, I don't know in what way we are a team, but we'll find it by the end of the show, Johnny. We're going to have to learn to coexist. You know, can we coexist? You know, uh, I don't know. Is this going to be like a tag team situation? I, no, no. We're all still just going to play all the games the way we normally do. We're going to. I don't know in what sense this is a cooperative uh, episode. Maybe we'll be direct messaging each other correct answers or something. I, think I it, personally am going to be direct messaging Johnny pictures of my dick. I think yeah. it's going to be like one of those movies where Me too. Uh, a cop gets a new partner and he, they hate each other at first, and by the end, they're solving the case. Oh yeah, uh-huh. Johnny showed oh. me another another forty eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> quick, quick question: Which one of you is the giant dog that slobbers everywhere? Me, duh. <laughs> what? Okay. I was gonna say. I think we know the answer to that. It's me. <laughs> yeah, this ain't Turner and Hooch, baby. This is Hooch and Hooch. It's fucking fantastic team here, Team Hooch. <laughs> so it's uh, it's Team Hooch versus uh, I don't know, Team Scooch. <laughs> fucking yeah. <laughs> You guys, uh, you guys get a lot of scooch. <laughs> I'm gonna edit that out. That was uh, that was an embarrassing thing to say. But what we're gonna do is play game that tune. So Johnny, my man, my teammate, I trust you to start the show with game one. Game five. Game <laughs> one. 
All right, gentlemen. Um, so this uh, 2016 game um, is currently getting a new DLC in which um, makes Nicolas Cage a playable character. And um, he does all the voices um, for him. Um, and they say, in some cases, for like screams and grunts, we have used different people. And sometimes because, you know, those are extremely strenuous uh, exertions and they can take a toll on people. But in this case, Mr. Cage told us that there was never once been a voice sound alike for Nick Cage and we will not have one now. So like he did all the grunts and the screams and stuff too. Is it over? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, hell, I just realized Jesse and I are on a team, so I can't give joke answers. Fuck. I mean, you know, we don't know how the points are being calculated in that case. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Who really knows? The oh, calculating computer could have something, like, different that we don't even know. Yeah. Let's see me. some answers. 
It's it's basically us versus the calculating computer. Mm-hmm. Oh, and everyone get that hat trick button because you guys escaped the killer with Dead Before Daylight. Oh, wait, God damn it. <laughs> Welcome to Game That. God damn it. Spot. We're on fire. Uh, Jesus. So I take it back. You guys aren't Team Scooch. You're Team Spooks, man. That was some spooky shit. What the fuck? Yeah, Yeah. very spooky. You really got Um, me with the jump scare at the end of that fucking song. Yes. Yeah, that was good. The hell? Um, So yeah, this is Dead by Daylight. um, Okay, I'm sorry. Is it uh, Dead by or Dead Before? I I seriously mistyped it, I think. Dead by. Dead by. All right. And so Jeez. this is one of those um, asymmetrical multiplayer games. So it's like you have a team of four people, and they're trying to escape the team of one person um, who is the killer. And so, like, the survivors are, like, going around and trying to, uh, like, fix these generators and stuff so they can um, open up this door so they can escape. And so they're, they're like, all all over the area and there's different areas um there's a lot of like uh um you know outdoors cabiny like you know going camping type situations um that you would see in like old slasher films um but there's like you know hospitals and like weird churches and stuff too so there's a variety of different um horror themed settings and then the killers are all um like different like killer archetypes and then there's some that are just you know uh guest characters more or less like you got um like uh let's see i was gonna say like they actually have guest characters it's not just like you know oh it's m myers and it's a guy in a white mask yeah no it's actually michael myers um, Okay, dope. <laughs> they have uh then they have like bubba sawyer from chainsaw massacre yeah. um they have Teddy luger uh, yeah, Freddy um, Krueger. No, Freddy Krueger's in this. Okay, good. Uh, um, the fucking uh, uh, Demogorgon from um, Stranger Things is in it. Um, uh, not the rapper, but Ghostface is in it. The guy from Scream. Okay, well, I honestly think they could have done both. Um, uh, Nemesis from uh, Resident Evil's in it. Uh, fucking Pinhead uh, from Hellraiser. Um, Albert Wesker, um, the the lady from the ring, um, and like there's a whole bunch of just like, like basically theme like you got this fucking fucked up clown looking guy, you got the crazy doctor person, you got like the the weird um, like redneck trapper guy. You know, so there's like all these different archetypes too. Oh, Pyramid Head is in this fucking game. Yeah, That's did I hear? Cool. It, you know, besides Nicolas Cage, is is Slipknot getting DLC for this? Yes, yes, they're getting. Um, <laughs> it's like I, I was. I learned of that by also learning that Slipknot is still a thing. Like, yeah, they're, they're, you're going to get like costume pieces and stuff for them. So wild. like you can like um, there's like different survivors. There, there. I don't know as much about the survivors until recently with the Nicolas Cage thing. Because that just sounds crazy. You, I, a lot of people were saying that they would rather Nicolas Cage be the killer. Which, yeah, that would be cool. But, you know, it'd still be cool to be uh, the survivor. I think yeah. Ash is a survivor on in the game. And so, uh, where okay, did you say, was... like... Th- okay, yeah, sorry, go for it, David. 
I was going to say, that was going to be my question. Is Nicolas Cage being one of the survivors, or is Nicolas Cage as Dracula from Renfield no, being no, added no. as a killer? Unfortunately, oh, that would have been amazing. Survivor. But, mm. um... Does Nicolas Cage ever, besides, like, Dracula, does he really play, like, a bad guy in anything? I feel like that doesn't really happen. The color of space, he ends up being kind of bad. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> oh, that movie's fucked up. He, like, turns into this weird alien thing in a barn and, like, kills his family. It's fucked oh. up. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's based perfect. on, like, an old Lovecraft story. It gets out there. Spoiler. What if it was Nicolas Cage's Ghost Rider? Yeah. Yeah, bring that shit back. Pre-MCU, baby. <laughs> mm. Fucking, he does the penance stare to all these yeah. fucking killers. <laughs> I'd, uh, I'd play that. What if it was Nick Cage from Raising Arizona? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or uh, Elvis. Ooh, Nick Cage from, from Con Air. <laughs> yeah, there he just crashes the whole Air. plane. Yeah. Put the bunny in the box. <laughs> Um, but if they did Nick Cage from Con Air, they would also need either Bing Rames or fucking John Malkovich DLC to go along with it. Like, <laughs> Cyrus the Virus needs to be in Dead by Daylight. Yeah. But anyway. But yeah. It's it's a neat game. Like, you know, you have different uh, abilities um, that you can use or different, like, tools and stuff as a survivor. Like, one of the funniest thing, though, is just... Uh, how powerful the flashlight is in this game. Like, you just shine it at the, the uh, killer's eyes and they're, like, all fucked up for, like, a couple, for like a good, like, ten seconds. Enough for you to get away. And and it's, you know, you're thinking, you're like, fucking Michael Myers isn't gonna let a flashlight fuck him up. You're dead. <laughs> you know? Like, I mean, if he's used to operating in the dark yeah. and somebody shines, like, one of those million candle power flashlights right in his eyes, it might fuck him up good. Yeah, I've done that to like raccoons that were eating the cat food on my back porch. You fucking you put a big light on them, it fucks them up, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Michael Myers basically a raccoon. So um, I mean, in a lot of ways. Yes, exactly. Just kind of scurries about and gets into mischief. He's got thumbs that he can use to open things. Yeah, he's basically a raccoon. Where it, uh, the mask is the key thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Raccoons and Michael Myers, famous mask wearers. I mean, you're right. A... I know. I, I know I'm right. Yeah. Jim Carrey. It's airtight, baby. Don't Jim what if Michael there. Myers? What if Michael Myers was just a bunch of fucking raccoons in like a person suit? Hmm. God, I would. Then I would watch more of the Halloween movies. That's yeah. Be pretty fucking embarrassed for Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> Got punked out by a bunch of raccoons. In a That's the big suit. reveal in the last movie. Yeah, they just skitter away. <laughs> Takes off the mask. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forgot my brother was a bunch of raccoons. <laughs> I, is he even my brother anymore? I don't remember the plot of Halloween movies. Yeah. How did you forget? I don't that? think so. I think they retconned all that. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, yeah. Is that the sound the raccoons make? Yeah, it seems like when they're beating I think my that's cat Freddy. Food. To be honest with you, no, that's Jason. Yeah, yeah, totally Jason. Not Freddy, Jason. That's what I meant. Yeah, I meant yeah. Jason. When I said Freddy. What's the Michael uh, David? What's the Halloween sound? What's the what's the score hit for Halloween? Um, I think it's that. Uh, there's not really cue. a sound effect for him, but it's that like yeah, the music, yeah, the like the tinkling piano, yeah. Did you do the Star Spangled Banner? 
No. <laughs> okay. Can you, okay, okay, I'm sorry. Can you imagine you're watching a horror movie? Suddenly you just hear. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, that's really the real life horror movie. Yeah, it's it's called Uncle Sam. It's about a killer veteran who dresses like Uncle Sam and kills people on the Fourth of July. Yeah, it's uh, it's called O A N N. But um. <laughs> I, anyway, yeah. You did enough it. with enough of the real world horrors. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Jesse, th- uh, this is cool. I thought I thought since this was I didn't know this was connected to anything, so I didn't realize they just added a bunch of fucking like licensed characters into the game. That's pretty dope. I might have to actually check this out because I totally missed out on the Friday the Thirteenth train. Um, so you know, another asymmetrical co-op like game where you're fighting fucking like famous killers sounds pretty fun. Um, it's it's cool like and like the when you play as um the killer, it's pretty neat. Um, like you like when you find the people, you like have to like knock them down or or do some kind of move to them to, and then you pick them up and you carry them. And they can try to escape. Like, uh, if you're a survivor, you're, like, pressing buttons or or one of your teammates can run over and, like, you know, shine the flashlight at you and maybe you'll drop the person. But if you don't drop them, then you'll uh, you put them on a big hook. And so then they have to fight by being on the hook and stuff. And, um... <clears throat> Holy shit. Yeah, we got some being, uh, we got some Twitch action. We're being <laughs> yeah, chats lining up. Yeah, sweet, awesome. Um, <laughs> and hey, so, like, why else we had one of those? <laughs> and so, whenever you're being um, on the you're the killer, you got the uh, the dude on the hook, and um, you're supposed to go after the other people. The first time I played this game, I fucking uh, was standing there waiting for the person to die. And because, you know, I was the killer, I thought that's what you're supposed to do. But apparently that's like poor sportsmanship because then the other people don't have a chance to save the person. And so, like, I got so many messages like on Xbox Live saying how much of a like horrible camper and stuff I was. And I was like, this is my first time playing the game. I didn't know there was like a weird etiquette to this game. It was it was very weird. The etiquette Um, is survive. I mean, what the fuck? (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. I took my giant kitchen knife and shoved it up this guy's ass. I was unaware of the rules. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was Excuse the killer. Me. I was killing. It's not my <laughs> fault you wanted to approach me while I'm standing next to these giant meat hooks, you know? Yeah. But um mm. it's a really neat game. Um it's definitely fun like on both sides. Like when you're the killer, like it's intense. You're trying to track people down. You know, when you're the uh, the survivor, it's intense. You hear the music getting like weird. Um, like they like all the killers sound like creepy as shit. So like you're getting hiding in the like closets and stuff, and and it's 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 it can be an intense game. Um, it's and when you escape, it's so fun because then you're like, haha, suck it, loser. Yeah, it feels good to be the person that survives a horror movie, I imagine. Yeah. Um, Final girl. Yeah. That should, I mean, if that's not like an achievement or something, then, you know, what, what are we even doing here? So, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm all about it, man. Uh, Jesse, anything else on, uh, on DVD? I'm just going to shorten it before I miss fucking say it again. 
No, no, that's it. That's it. Game two. Alright guys, so uh, Destructoid gave this game a 9 out of 10, saying, If you're tired of always playing Cars Against Humanity, Monopoly, and that Gargoyles board game on Laserdisc, then this game will certainly give you the fix you're looking for, pending you have friends ready to be committed to the task at hand.
right, who's got some answers? Oh, crap. I'm making that last song shorter to mess with everyone. Classic. Yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> Classic move. <clears throat> All right, let's see here. Oh, Jesse knows what I want. All right, so Jesse wrote marathon, which is incorrect. David wrote apples to apples, which is always incorrect. And uh, John drew a penis, which is also incorrect. This is Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes. So it's a game about making a podcast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. Gotcha. It really defines my philosophy on making this show <laughs> just keep talking see that's the secret of our show this is basically speed there's a mm. bomb under all of our chairs and we have to keep talking or else the bombs will explode yes you know constantly stretching and vamping for time there's no time limit and yet we feel the need to do it um johnny i'm sorry what so keep talking and nobody explodes is a, is a puzzle game where one player is trying to defuse a bomb and the other players are helping, and the other players are not allowed to see the screen or anything of, of what the bomb diffuser is seeing. The other players have a manual they have to go through and figure out how to defuse the bomb. Oh, shit. <laughs> so they're like, well, I played this with some friends, and they had actual paper manuals. And they're like flipping around trying to figure it out. And basically, your bomb is is uh, like a collection of puzzles, more or less, right? Um and you can do things like flip the bomb around, like there's some things on the back and tops and sides you gotta deal with. Um, and so there'll be like a section where there's a bunch of wires that have been cut and they'll mm. ask, okay, well, all right, all right, so what's what's the serial number, you know, on the thing? Uh, blah, 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 you, you shout out to them, like, oh, okay, flip, 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 flip. <laughs> like, okay, uh, <laughs> uh, is the blue and yellow wire connected to terminal four? Yes, okay, okay, <laughs> you know. Uh, go ahead and connect uh, this wire. You know, it, it's like that the whole time. And the music. I know that, like, I know the bomb isn't actually going to explode, but I still have uh, like so little interest in doing this game. This this sounds terrible. <laughs> oh, dude, it's so. And I'm intense. Go ahead, David. I was going to say I'm going to guess that the manuals that everybody has that has the instructions to defusing the bomb are like choose your own adventure books it's not sequential you have to flip to like random places to figure out what the fuck you need to do mm. not totally random uh it is divided up into each module or whatever but um again it's written like a manual it's not written like here's what you gotta do it's just it's like oh uh here's what this should look like but if it doesn't look like that then check out this page you know like it's <laughs> nah. Yeah. No, I'm not into this. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a game that sounds less appealing to me. Like, yeah, yeah it'll be like, how, about, like, how about a game in which you build IKEA furniture, but there's no manual? Like, oh, no. yeah, like, I, I'm really trying to think of like a more stressful sounding and less fun experience. <laughs> like, yeah. Hmm. So basically, I, I mean, what I'm hearing is this is our treat. next group stream. Yeah. yeah. No, this is what we're going to be doing from now on. This is now a fucking, you know, bomb diffusing stream. Um, <laughs> God. 
This sounds great. Let's uh, let's do it. As long as I get to be the guy defusing the bomb, I don't want to be the guy reading the manual. I, you know, like I don't really usually sweat when I play video games, but like this sounds like the kind of thing where I would begin perspiring immediately. Just like, yeah, no, I don't. I, I, it's it's like so low stakes to be the one defusing the fake bomb, but to be the one trying to help the person defuse the fake bomb. No, no, no. That sounds stressful. Don't care for that. And does all this insane shit too? Like, um, there's uh, a there's a there's a part there's a puzzle that has both like a text display and um, like some like it'll have some text on the top and then a label on a button and the you have to read what the word on the top is and they're all they're all homonyms. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Like you have to be like, okay, so does this play does this play say red, read <laughs> like like R E A D or R E D red, you know. Right, yeah. And you then follow the lead or the lead. Um <laughs> shit. It, I mean <clears throat> it's it's awesome. And uh um, I mean it's so and like do the bombs do they have like are they like are they like movie style bombs where they're really dumbly stylized? I'm thinking like uh like face-off kind of bombs, you know. Yeah, it, I guess you guys got Nicolas Cage in my brain. I'm thinking of face-off and like the insane bomb that's gonna blow up Los Angeles or whatever. Like the the bomb yeah. looks like somebody glued a bunch of chips and dials to the outside of a briefcase. Okay, <laughs> like that's pretty much what it looks like. Right. Um. So, so yeah, it's what would happen top. if you carried it into an airport? I a briefcase I, with all the little buttons and stuff on it. I don't think that would go well. Uh, I think uh, I'm pretty. No. Pretty Understatement sure. of the century. They wouldn't let you on the plane minimum for one. Yeah, or would it be like a would it be like a big trouble situation where they look those, at it, they don't know what they're looking at, and yeah, get it. Are those oh, poker chips? Oh, it's just a garbage disposal. Are those fancy ones with the timer. Yeah. And you got to turn it on. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's got a timer, so you can garbage disposal while you're not at the house. Jesus. My farmer's disposal is Bluetooth. <laughs> I'm sure that exists. Oh yeah. No, honestly, I mean this uh this sounds uh I don't know, vaguely fun ish if like this is what you're into, but I you know I, I just I don't know, man. I, I, I like games that are games, <laughs> not fucking like Life stress tests <laughs> like, well, you got a clock ticking and the music i picked the more i picked the less intense tracks the music gets more intense as you get closer to the time limit of course <laughs> and that's also an issue like you know i'm stressed out by like the tinkling piano and fucking tears of the kingdom i can't deal with bomb diffusing music like oh my it's God, fucking ridiculous but tinkling yeah. and you're like something's near me yeah, exactly nope there shouldn't be any sound here i'm gonna die uh you know I but yeah. didn't hmm. realize how important I thought that tinkling was because I was playing on the train home and I didn't have my headphones with me, so I was playing it with no sound and oh, no walking down the like walking down a ledge and then all of a sudden Lizalfo just kicked my ass off the cliff. Like what the fuck? It's like losing your spider sense. Yeah, like you just you lose your tinkle, and you never know when there's danger nearby. <laughs> but I mean, with this game, there's danger constantly. You're diffusing a fucking bomb, so. Yeah, you just don't need this intensive a game. Yeah. Hmm. But again, I feel like in certain certain contexts, this would be fun. Like 
it's all good, of us. It's a good party together. party game. Yeah, you can yeah. have up to. So you, uh, I think four people. There's like a manual manuals. version of this. There's there's a non video game version of this that you have to play at some point or. Uh, yes, there's an actual bomb version. <laughs> oh no! I'm, but you said you, you you saw people playing this with actual paper manuals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can yeah okay. like you can get a PDF of the manual and print it out if you want. <laughs> Nerds. See, yeah. the, the, like, the other thing, you know, if, if I'm going to be helping somebody defuse a bomb, I need to be able to control F things. I, I don't want to be flipping through fucking stapled pages. Like, yeah. no, no, no. That's no. When oh, I when God. I played, they had it in a binder, and they had like highlighted things from previous playthroughs to know, like, okay, here's what I got to ask to get through and <laughs> try to figure mm. out this puzzle real quick. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with no. Just because, <laughs> you know, I play single player fucking non-stressful games and uh, yeah, I work a simple job because I would never have made it as a bomb defusing person or like a hostage negotiator like you know, oh god <laughs> I'm getting all in knots just thinking about it <laughs> but you know teach their own you know um, I guess the you know, the good thing is the object of the game is that nobody explodes Yes, exactly. That's right. the goal. What happens if, you know, like, is it possible to defuse the bomb with nobody talking? Uh, I don't think so. No, because you, you're you not allowed to look at the manual as the bomb diffuser. So if nobody's talking right. and reading the manual to you. But what if you're just that skilled at bomb diffusing? <laughs> what if you just, like, solo this game? <laughs> if you defuse the bomb with no help, you better buy yourself a fucking lottery ticket. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm saying. And, uh, you know, that, that I would watch a stream of. I want to see somebody solo this game with no information, just go in knowing bomb defusal and somehow play this entire game. It's basically Can how I get... play Minesweeper. I just click around and hope I don't die. Uh-huh. Yeah. Can we it's, get one of those uh, like those bomb robots that you saw recently to do it? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. Get one of those bomb robots that's recently retired turn into a twitch streamer <laughs> yeah people would tune in man. we gotta put it in a hot tub oh yeah hot tub bomb disposal episode title for a hundred dollar donation we, yeah. it'll write it, it'll write your name on its robot titties mm. <laughs> it's robot titties we're so close to breaking through here guys we, we got a kernel of a lot of good ideas we got it yeah mm. Bomb disposal with titties. Yeah. So close to getting monetized. Uh, Johnny, anything else? No, that's all I got. Game three.
right. Uh, so this is the last game in this series developed by the original developers. gentlemen uh, as you get your answers ready i do want to thank our requester uh, this is our fan request who sent it to our discord so uh thank you very much spartacat now i'm feeling real good <laughs> does everyone have their up oh, we got a hat trick everyone says halo reach oh yeah i hit the right button this time yeah killing it man so yeah, uh, this is Halo Reach. Uh, it was the last Halo game that was developed by Bungie um, before they started working on other things and a new developer came in for all of the subsequent Halo games. I'm going to say, David, this is your favorite Halo game, right? So here's the thing. Um, <laughs> I never... I actually really kind of like the Halo world. I just don't really care much for the games. Like, I'm not a big FPS guy, but the Space Marines, the alien designs, a lot of the gun designs, like, I think it's really fucking cool when they did that, like, there was, like, a Halo animated, like, CG movie. I watched that. I thought that was pretty good. Like, mm. I like the world. I just don't really want to play an FPS. I actually kind of feel you on that. Did you watch the the Halo show on Paramount Plus? No, I haven't yet. I've heard mixed things but yeah no i, I still want to watch it, it. <laughs> i've watched i've watched zero of it i'm zero percent interested in seeing a live action halo series but um you know teach their own 
Um, David, I am almost entirely right there with you. Like, yeah, I, I think Halo's pretty cool. I think guys wearing sick-ass mech suits and doing cool Space Marine shit are pretty cool. I don't care for Halo, the uh, the game of it, or, like, the community of it <laughs> at all. Like, That's why, I, I like, went to some land it? parties back in the day, and they were not for me. <laughs> was it, um, was it DOA 4 on the 360? One of the Dead or Alive games had a Spartan, like a female Spartan that you could play as. I thought that was fucking awesome, because that was in a game that I would want to play. Um, but yeah, I just, I never got into the Halo series. Johnny, I feel like you've played Halo a little bit, but before we get into that, was could you play as, as the Spartan in like one of the Dead or Life Beach volleyball games, or was it as like a fighting game? No, it was the fighting game. Ah, and well, but you know the, the question really, I mean, like, we talking Spartan with titties here? Because like that sounds great. Huh? Like you know, you give give fucking Master Chief a set of bouncing titties and. I'm bought in. Like, I, I'm all the way in. I mean, honestly, just like, Master Chief as is, but with a bikini thrown over that mech suit. Sold. Okay. You know, interesting, Johnny. So you got, like, a bodybuilding kind of fetish thing? Like, uh, yeah. you, you like uh, you like your women blocky? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, you search, yeah, like Laura Croft. Searching the porn no. sites for, like, huge clit? No, not like, uh, not like a, a, a bodybuilding kind of blocky, but like a Laura Croft Tomb Raider PlayStation One kind of blocky. Oh, okay. That's the gotcha. kind of blocky that I'm into. <laughs> I like what we GameCube era blocky. <laughs> no, worse than that. <laughs> That's too like, good. Uh, like Tifa from Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah, Ooh. I want to be able to count the polygons on two hands tops. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Word. Man. Yeah. Johnny likes the that polygussy. <laughs> but to answer your question, David, yes. yes, I did play some Halo. Uh, back in college, we had some Halo LAN parties in my dorm. Um, and we had both the Xbox LAN parties and we had the PC LAN parties. Um, I, I like the PC LAN parties, but we would have uh, you would have the dorms. You'd have you know a couple guys in each dorm, and you'd have all these Ethernet cables running out in the middle of the hall and like plugging into a, a switch just laying out there. And then some jerk would come and just Man. plug one cable. <laughs> That's all it takes. That jerk was me. <laughs> yeah. Man. Um, but yeah, this was this was actually, I think it was the fourth or fifth game, but it was a prequel to the trilogy. Um, so you didn't play as Master Chief, you played as a new character. And um, it still had the multiplayer, but what made this one special was the entire single-player campaign can be played cooperatively like you have your main space marine and then there's like three or four that help you out and your friends can jump in to play as them so you can play as the whole story as a full squad unit it's like that's okay. kind of cool especially for that like military style game yeah you know you don't do a lot of lone soldier shit in the real military i assume you know maybe maybe you do i don't know i, I didn't join the military but maybe it's you just didn't? Maybe it's just nothing but heroes over there. <laughs> like, yeah, everybody's you know just a bunch of master chiefs over there in the Middle East. But um, what? Yeah. 
happen. Yeah, I'm just maybe that's what it is. Everybody's just some fucking awesome solo badass. But no, I think you know, you probably rely on others. So yeah, a, a Halo game that you can play cooperatively with uh, with a group of friends. That sounds good. Sounds great. Makes sense. Yeah, I got nothing yeah. else to say about it. Uh. <laughs> I mean, I could. I was gonna say like Johnny, I was kind of counting on you because I know you've played Halo. <laughs> Yeah, they're fine. I, I, you know, I was really disappointed when the first Halo came out because because it was made by Bungie and they previously were known for making Mac games. Um, mm. I believe Halo originally was going to be a Mac exclusive, and then they got bought by Microsoft and it became an Xbox and PC thing. God, can Oops. you imagine a different world in which Microsoft does not buy Bungie and Halo comes out? To zero fanfare in 2001 for Macintosh. Yeah. Like, oh my god, what an alternate video game history that is. It will begun with Halo Can you imagine and- that, Johnny? I imagine. I, mean, I, I imagine that by now, Microsoft would be in a similar position of totally losing the console wars. And, you know, the, the PlayStation 2 might have just been so huge that. It crushed Nintendo completely at the time. Like, yeah, as it was, they had to divide their efforts and focus on crushing Microsoft as well. You know, they had to start shipping PlayStation 2s with modems to compete with Halo and Halo 2. But, uh, you know, if Halo never came to the Xbox, then you're talking about a, a system that was being sold with Blinks the Time Sweeper. And, you know, it's just destined to fail, baby. So, man. Funny to think about the road not traveled. I'm so excited about I was gonna say like all new project marathon that's coming out. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's like they think that nobody's paying attention. Like we have an all new game, it's called Marathon, and there's like five guys like you out there going, Hey, 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 hold on. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> can't fool me, I, you know. I may not have played Destiny, but I've no, I still play Marathon. <laughs> oh man, Destiny's mm. pretty good. Destiny's dope. Um, but yeah, man, Halo, kind of cool. So, what's the reach about it, David? What do what is it that you're trying to reach here? You know, I definitely didn't get that far in my research. Does your character lose an arm and they get some kind of fancy new arm oh, that allows them to the ultra reach? Like, uh, yeah, super reach. Um, you know, can they can they like stick things together with goo and twist well, plasma them? Plasma grenades stick. So that there it out. is. Yeah, is this a Tears of the Kingdom prequel? That's really my question. Is that going to be <laughs> the mean, big reveal? Is there is one of the Sky Islands in Tears of the Kingdom t- going to turn out to be a Halo? <laughs> you you get to play as yes. the, uh, the Covenant uh, guy <laughs> yeah. for uh, for a few. Uh, Hours. God, just wait till Hyrule gets flooded. It's gonna be. Oh no! Crazy. Not the flood. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. No, not no, talking no, about no. Wind Waker, we... baby. I'm talking about the flood. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say awesome we've done flooded time. Hyrule. It was awesome. Yeah. Oh, different. You know, different floods. Yeah. You know, that. Yeah, that's a good crossover. Halo, the Wind Waker, and Hyrule with the flood. I, uh, I'd play both of those games. <laughs> Yeah, fucking Master Chief and a squad sailing around in little talking ships and fucking Hyrule dealing with murderous aliens. Two two flavors that cross over perfectly. A a bunch of guys in Spartan armor jumping into a boat. (laughs) 
then driving off into it. Be dope, then, man. Like getting fucking... shipwrecked somewhere. Cause, yeah, you the know, king, the king of red warthogs. <laughs> they wash up on a beach and they just look around for me and say, well, guys want to play some volleyball while we wait? Boom. Legend of Zelda. Oh, DOA. DOA <laughs> beach volleyball. And out come the titties. <laughs> Game four.
Uh, all right, guys. So uh, this game, it uh, it lost two uh, vehicle classes from the previous game to this game. Uh, it lost characters from every other franchise except one franchise from the last game to this game. But it did gain cooperative team gameplay, including slingshot boosting, skim boosting, and team-based ultimates. guys um i don't know if i could have made that more obvious through a combination of trivia and music selection you could have just told us the game <laughs> i think I, I, I could have yes i think i probably could have gotten it oh just no on the trivia. so uh david and johnny both say team sonic racing the correct answer jesse unfortunately has his answer all flipped around he says sonic team racing 
There's no way that's the same thing. He doesn't know what game this is. No, I don't um, know. Yeah, he's lost. Uh, it's two correct answers, Johnny. <laughs> Unbelievable, Jesse. You're really dropping the ball for your team. It's hard um, to see with these glasses on. Ex- exactly. You know, but all you got to do, man, you, you just got to try to keep your feet right there on the ground. Um, and you, you'll find your way with these tunes. You know, if, if you listen to the tunes and the very obvious trivia, then really you can do anything, Jesse. Um, yeah, Team Sonic Racing. Man, what a game. Like, this really, like, you know, you talk about games that might have been made just like, you know, as kind of cash grab games. Like, this might be kind of taking the cake. Like, I know they had to design a few new courses for this thing. But, like, the previous game, Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transformed, was so one good. of the, one fucking of amazing. our favorite games of the previous generation. Like, one of the system sellers for the Wii U PlayStation 3 generation. You get to, it's Diddy Kong Racing, but fast-paced and full of Sega characters. It was great. <laughs> like, and it, it's like, you know, what if you took that, and you got rid of the boats, and you got rid of the planes... And he just made a straightforward Sonic Kart Racer. And it's only Sonic characters. It's not Sega All-Stars. And I, I honestly can't figure out why, you know, isn't the the sequel formula to, like, you know, iterate up upon the previous thing, not just do one-third of the previous thing? Like, I, I truly don't understand why they would make this strictly a kart racing game and only Sonic characters, like, you know, People are clamoring for more Sega stuff, and they're like, okay, you you mean Zavok from fucking Sonic Lost World, right? Or Sonic Boom, or whatever the fuck. Like, you know. No! (laughs) I I get the idea of a sequel taking it back to the roots, but this felt like that they took it back to the seeds. Like, they they went too far back. (laughs) Right. Uh, I mean, like, Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transformed. Just such a fun game. Um... You know, fast-paced, crazy kart racing. Uh, many on this podcast, I would say, you know, two or three of us would argue that it is the superior kart racer and superior racing game to Mario Kart 8 on the Wii U. Um, just a ton of fun. And then it's like, hey, what if we made that, but it's all cars and you somehow... Let's work a team mechanic into it. Let's do co-op racing. You know, not the best idea. I kind of support it, but, like, I can't imagine a situation where, like, I'm going to have, like, a crew that wants to play this game on the reg. Like, you know, it's, uh, there's a kernel of a good idea in there in making a team-based racing game where, like, you know, your team does the best and scores points and, like, you got to look out for your buddies, but I'm not sure how you actually make it a compelling game. Like it makes more sense in like NASCAR in reality than it does in fucking a racing game on a fucking like Nintendo system. I, I, you know, I don't know, but I, I, I do kind of, you know, this game shouldn't be, it shouldn't be a new game. It should be a new mode. (laughs) Like, Yeah, this is just a new mode in the new Sonic racing game is what it should be. Like, you know, you should have a team thing where, yeah, you get fucking, like, extra boosts from, you know, uh, slipstreaming your own teammate. You get extra boosts from, 
you can like pass by your teammate after they've been hit by an item and hit a boost to give them a little bit of help. Uh, and you can donate your item boxes to your teammates. You know, there are good ideas in here, but not making a whole game of it. (laughs) And yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's wild to me. Like, yeah, this game upset me so much (laughs) because I played the first Sonic and Sega all-stars racing on the Wii and it was fun. But it was kind of, like, limited. Like, they had a lot of Sega characters, but not a lot of different Sega tracks. It was pretty much, like, Sonic, Billy Hatcher, and um, I think Jet Grind Radio. And, like, that was pretty much it. Um, And then Transformed came out. The tracks were amazing. The soundtrack is amazing. Mm -hmm. All of the new racers was like, this is awesome. And I remember watching an interview with the developers and they're like, so what are you going to do now? And they're like, oh, we're not really sure. We don't know that we want to do another racing game. You know, maybe we'll try something different. Like we'll do like a fighting game. Um, And I specifically (laughs) remember them saying like, yeah, maybe we could do like Sonic and Sega Brawl Stars which is a game I have wanted for a very long time. Then I find out they're making another racing game. I was like, okay, well, let's see what they did. It's all Sonic. It's all cars. It's like, no, not only are you not making the dream game, but you're taking a giant step backwards. Yeah. I mean, Sega Smash Bros. would have been the fucking move. Like, if you're not going to make a crazy batshit super transformed racing, Sega Smash Bros. was the move. Like, you fucking, you know, you reestablished all these weird-ass characters in Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transform. Like, you know, okay, you got your Sonic and your Tails and Knuckles and Amy and Eggman. And, you know, yeah, it's mostly Sonic. But then you got your fucking Joe Musashi. You got BD Joe from Crazy Taxi. Like, you got the fucking Space Channel 5 characters in there. You got the fucking Jet Grind Radio characters in there. For some reason, Wreck-It Ralph and, you know, uh, IndyCar racing human being Danica Patrick are in there. Yeah. Like, you know, what the fuck, man? Like, yeah, there's like that's the thing. It's like, OK, so this game is great, but there's also a bunch of Sega characters that went unused. You know, how is there not a Streets of Rage course? How, you know, how is there, uh, you know, not uh, more than one outrun course? Like, so take all these ideas and carry them forward into a Sega Smash Bros. Yes. Uh, carry them all into a new Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transform sequel. Yes. Do nothing but Sonic tracks and it's, you know, just kart racing? Nah, okay, no, miss me with that. And I think they did. Because eventually, it's like they couldn't give this game away. I don't know if you guys fucking look at the game section at Target, but they just bundle this in with Sonic Mania now. Like, Johnny, let me ask you something. Is the Sonic boy around here? What are you willing to pay for Sonic Mania? What's Sonic Mania worth? About 20 bucks. Okay. I mean, now, since it's an older game, maybe like 10. Okay, but okay. Say it's you know brand new, Sonic Mania is here, and you want to show your support for Sega. You're paying 20 bucks 40 max? Because 40 bucks? Although I think, I, was it only 20 when it came out? I don't think it was an expensive I, you know, but, game. Uh, see, I think 40 with the DLC is good. They sell a bundle of Sonic Mania and Team Sonic Racing, which no one wants, for $30. Yeah, and it's more than worth it. Like, <laughs> Sonic Mania with the DLC and the new characters, great. Team Sonic Racing, I don't know, I'll try it once, but like, you know, 
Mm. See, that, <laughs> it, it, that to me sounds like buy Sonic Mania, like Sonic Mania Plus for $30, get all of the new features, plus this extra mode where you're in a totally different game playing a racing game. <laughs> <laughs> See, you know, if they had styled this like Sega 16-bit style, I'd be into it. But no, it's a, it, it is its own game, and it's a failure on its own merits. If, um, if you were introducing a, a new proper sequel to Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transformed, one, what new vehicle mode would you bring in? And then two, what's like another character you'd bring in? I would bring in just running on the ground like in Sonic R as a new vehicle. See, that's that was it, almost exactly where I was going to go, Johnny. I was going to say, maybe not on the ground, even though in Sonic R, yes, you are trying to keep your feet right on the ground. Uh, but... I was thinking of one of my favorite Wii racing games, Excitebots Trick Racing. Uh, one of the dumbest fucking games that ever existed. They took Excite Truck, which was a bad game, and turned every character, well, every no, truck no, in no. that game into a robot animal. And you could gain power boosts and eventually shake your Wii remote and make your character run for like a speed boost. So yes, there needs to be in the new Sonic and All-Stars Racing a mode where your car or you know uh, plane or boat grows feet and <laughs> runs on things and then yes add in a little Mario Kart 8 there could be some you know inverted things you know fucking running on the ceiling running on the walls running on water it's uh, it, it writes itself yeah fantasy zone feet would be perfect I'm saying mm. you know man gotta want saying. this game in add, terms add of feet in terms of characters, I really wanted to see Blaze Fielding from Streets of Rage driving a cop car. See? Yeah. You know. A stolen uh, cop car. Well, yeah. You say, obviously. Uh, you know. Exactly. Yeah. All cars are bastards. Or um, not even that, just <laughs> driving the cop car that was your backup in the first game with the fucking, like, chain gun rocket launcher on the top. Yep. Yeah. But, like, you know, we need Vector Man. We need mm. Comic Zone. Oh, man. Echo the Dolphin. Mm-hmm. Yes. How is there not a Sonic and All-Stars racing transform-type stage centered around Echo the Dolphin, of all things? Come on. So there's also, you know, in, in Fancy Star, like, 3 and 4, there's this robot named Ren who, in 4, he gets he fights in your party, but he turns into a jet at one point. He I'm turns into a hovercraft at one point. Dope. And he turns into a spaceship at one point. So you could just have Ren be a car, mm -hmm. and then you get to play as two fancy star characters, maybe. Yeah. Dude, for for the Echo it. the Dolphin stage, it could be Echo the Dolphin for the first couple laps, and then the final lap is the alien spaceship at the end, and that's the transformation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I always loved that, where the, like, the stages, like, you had the one stages that would be the same thing over and over again, but then you'd have the ones where, like, the third lap, Something crazy would oh, happen, and the whole trans track would happen. Was Transformed so was so cool with that shit. <sighs> like, you know, there would, if, especially if you were the person in the lead, because if you're in the lead, you get to really witness the transformation of the stage. Yeah. Something wild happens, and you actually see it happening. If you're Panzer in, you Dragoon, know, if you're in eighth uh, place and shit's going down, and you're just, it's like, wait a minute, am I flying now? Did <laughs> they blow something up here? What's happening? Yeah, you just kind of don't know really what's going on. You just kind of adapt to it. But yeah, uh, the transforming stages is also something I wanted to see more of in, uh, in like Mario Kart. And to an extent, they've done that with the new fucking shitty 
Mario Kart Tour like DLC stages where like they put up the different you know routes depending on what lap you're on. But like no, Sonic All Stars Racing Transformed was the fucking the model to work off of, and they just they went backwards. It's too bad because they they could have gone onwards and upwards, man. I uh, you know really uh you know, I I'm all for more kart racing games, new kart racing games, and you know characters that I'm not used to playing as, which I would get if they would make a proper new Sega All Stars type game. Um. But, you know, it, it, uh, it, to me, everything about the, the game is kind of encapsulated in that last song that I played. The fucking Ocean View, you can do anything, slash Supersonic Racing medley that is 90% the same as the fucking version that was in Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transformed, but zazzed up a little bit for the new game and improved upon in no way at all. <laughs> like, just like. Hey, yeah, you remember that thing that uh, you liked back in 2013? Here it is again, and it's less than the sum of its parts. <laughs> like, it's gone completely sideways and backwards to a large degree. But it's still, you know, like a a, a flavor that might be, you know, worth, uh, worth enjoying. As long as it's packaged alongside Sonic Mania. And something like, you, you would never, ever buy this by itself, but... Um, great tunes, Sega tunes, not so great game. Sega, make newer, better games. That's all we're asking. Game 5 
right. Uh, so the company that created this game announced in 1996 that they actually lost the source code for the arcade version, and all of the various ports were reverse-engineered from an arcade ROM and earlier console versions that they had made. Johnny, are you ready with the hat trick? Oh, wait. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Not yet. Ugh, story of my life. Uh, <laughs> who has their answers? Premature hat trickulation. <laughs> <laughs> what? Everybody got this correct and said bubble bobble. Uh? We haven't used this yet. We have not, and I believe the reason we have not used it is because everyone assumed there weren't three songs in it, and I gotta be honest, those three songs was a stretch. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, yeah. It's impressive that you worked this onto a show in which you have to select three songs, but uh, once that last song started playing, I, of course, was like, wait a minute, as Jesse said, we haven't used this? No, we've apparently used Rainbow Islands. The story of Bubble Bobble 2, and we've used Bust a Move, but no, never Bubble Bobble. So, um, well done, David. You've brought an arcade classic to the show. You know, it was funny. Um, I decided to use this game, and I was, like, looking up trivia and everything, and reading about it, I saw some... I think it was the Wikipedia page. was like, it's often called one of the greatest video games of all time. And I... Th thought about it it's like you know what i can't think of anyone who's like oh yeah bubble bobble is the best game ever but everyone kind of universally agrees yeah this game's fucking great like on the list of like top 20 games of all time i don't think this is in the top five but maybe in that like 15 to 20 range yeah i'd probably put it there i don't know i mean like <laughs> 
Yeah, it's a classic. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but, like, is it really one of the top games of all time? I'm not sure it is. Like, it's a fine game. It's a fun arcade game, and it's got the cute dragons. But, like... It's no burger time. Does it belong really in the discussion of best games of all time? Did it introduce some fucking fun mechanic? Did bubbles. it introduce... Uh, it, yeah, trapping in, enemies in bubbles. Enduring characters? Uh, Bub and Bob. How? And when was... David, off the top of your head, when was the last time there was a new game featuring Bub and or Bob? I actually want to say there's either a Bubble Bobble or Puzzle Bobble game that was released on Switch. Okay, fair enough. So, yeah. David, I'm not asking you this personally. Johnny can Google it while you discuss your game. I want to know, Johnny, is there a Funko Pop of either Bub or Bob? There's, so I, there's Pops of everything, mind you. <laughs> Um, so I brought this on because I was thinking about co-op games and, you know, co-op games on the NES were pretty rare. You had like ice climber and balloon fight. And eventually you got to stuff like Contra and double dragon two and battle toads made by rare. Oh, yes. Mutant Ninja Turtles two and three. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So originally there weren't a lot. And I remember like. I used to play NES with my sister, and it was either we would play Tetris against each other, or it would be like the Mario Brothers passing the controller back and forth. And there was a time where I rented Bubble Bobble, and we were like, wait, we can play together? What? No. Like, it was actually really exciting for us as little kids, and it was a lot of fun. I mean, we didn't beat the game because of that fucking skeletal whale monster thing, but yeah, this was a fun-ass game, and it's so cute, and it's so charming, and it has a great song, <laughs> you know? I, like I said, like I wouldn't consider this a favorite game. I wouldn't consider this a best game of all time. But when you bring it up, it was like, oh, yeah, Bubble Bobble's fucking great. I feel like we all know it because it was it, it, it was a simpler time. There were fewer games back then. There was a, you know, a bit of a gaming kind of monoculture. And it's like, you know, you, you know, Bub and Bob, you know, Bubble Bobble. Like, you know, we're aware of this. Like, it endures because it was there first. Like, was it necessarily worthwhile? I mean, sure. But, like, you know, is it in the, like, the fucking, the Hall of Fame is in the echelons of greatness? No. Is anything made by Taito in the fucking Hall of Fame? No, of course not. Like, uh, Space Invaders. Um, I, I, I stand by my point. No. <laughs> when they make Dig Dug... No, that was Namco. Damn. Boom. Did you know there's... Who made Burger Time? Uh, I think it was Day of the East. You know, actually, I don't know. Day of the East, yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, yeah. Did you know uh, that there's... The first time... I, I was about to yell at you about Space Invaders being a Namco thing until I realized I was talking about Galaga and I kept my mouth shut. <laughs> Did you know that there's actually... <laughs> you <a> fucking idiot. <laughs> you know there's actually a story to Bubble Bobble? Like, Bub and Bob aren't dinosaurs. They're people that have been transformed into dinosaurs. They've been transformed into dragons. Or into dragons, sorry. And then in other games, yeah. like, they have human girlfriends because they right. were humans. Yeah, that's... 
the end of the game, like you get turned back into. Actually, Wait, I I, I think we covered that when Dragon we came up. I think we discussed that when we talked about Bubble Bobble Two, or excuse me, Rainbow Islands colon the story of Bubble Bobble Two, because uh, they realized like guys, we need to tell the story. Um, we need to tell the origin of the bad dragon, and uh, you know these these people were turned into dragons. Imagine that, and. You know, years later, yeah, we all imagine dragons. God damn it, John. Yeah. God damn it. I'm... Have they ever done a cover of the, the Bubble Bobble theme? Is what I'm asking. Not yet. I'm so upset it's, you have it, me thinking of Imagine Dragons. <laughs> it's irresponsible of them not to have done it, right? Like, you know, if I'm imagining dragons, the first thing I'm thinking of is... The dragons from Game of Thrones. And then after that, I'm imagining the dragon from Mega Man 2. And then you go a little further back than that, and I'm imagining the Bubble Bobble guys. And so, yeah, when I'm imagining dragons, these are the, the dragons I think of. Um, <laughs> I did want to bring up, because you reminded me with the whole, like, human things. This game has multiple endings. Um, if you beat it as a single-player mode, there's a message that says, like, the game is not truly over... Uh, come here with your friend. So if you beat the game with two players, you see the official happy ending in which they both get turned back into their human selves and get reunited with their girlfriends and like live on happily ever after. So like this is a game where to get the good ending, you have to play with someone. Uh, I think the more accurate way to say this is the only way to get the good ending is to bring more money with you. <laughs> like to bring somebody with some quarters. That was the whole ploy here. Was just to get some more quarters out of out of your you and your friend, uh, you know, get get a second play, person playing. That's at least one extra quarter. There'll probably be a few more to get to the end. They're doubling their profits, baby. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's true. I'm so cynical. <laughs> the first time I saw uh, this game um, was in a famous Amos, and uh, the I remember bag being of a cookies. Kid, no, the I guess maybe it was a ja maybe more of a Jacksonville place. It's a um, there was like five of them I remember around town. It was um, mm. like a diner type place, uh, like country home cooking stuff, um, like good breakfast and always like if you were if you were drunk you would go there. At that sounds night. severely local to Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah, and so like you know I remember going there one one uh, morning with my grandparents and stuff. And eating some like corned beef hash, and then be like, "Whoa, they have an arcade machine!" And, and, and as a kid, any arcade machine is immediately interesting to you. And so I was like, "What is this bubble bobble?" Put some quarters in. I was like, "Oh, this game's pretty cool." And you know, I, every time I went into that famous Amos, I would make sure to play some bubble bobble there too. So, word. Uh, just a cursory Google. Famous Amos brings up just the cookies. If you throw Jacksonville in there, there's two famous Amoses left in Jacksonville, Jesse. You yeah. should go there and see if they still have Bubble Bobble. I think it was the one on Normandy that had it. And the last time we were there, they did not have it anymore. <laughs> now, uh, yeah. David, I got yeah. a question for you. Mm. Yes. How much bubbles could a Bubble Bobble bubble if a Bubble Bobble could Bubble Bubble Bubble? <laughs> God. Oh, no. <laughs> if I remember, I think the limit is like five or six. <laughs> right. You got to keep these dragons hydrated 
in order to uh, keep those bubbles bobbing. Um, wow, Johnny, that was a worthwhile. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm so glad, so glad we were able to work that into the show. Um, yeah. man, uh, what a game, David! What a pick. Uh, you know, a, a classic, uh, a classic game that in no way warrants inclusion in the gaming hall of fame. <laughs> like, Jesus. I'm just gonna say that, man. Like, Hot take. Thank you. It's my responsibility as a fucking podcast host to drop pretty uninformed takes and bubble bobble to me, a game that totally exists and holds its place in history, but it holds its place in history like the teams that lost to better teams in the NBA finals. Like, oh yeah, you remember, you know, you remember Julius Irving? Yeah, he was great. He fucking, you know, he had a cool windmill slam dunk thing. Did he ever win the NBA championship? No. No, he did not. Sixers suck. Hey, fuck uh, you. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. Damn, I'm sorry. Johnny Sixers over here. <laughs> Johnny Sixers. There's the I'm episode really, title. I'm Sixers really, Jones over here. Yeah. I'm really happy to bring this, like, fun co-op game that you play together for a common goal, you're not fighting against each other or anything like that, and one that I have a lot of nostalgic memories with my sister about. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Fuck this game. Hey, not <laughs> at all what I'm saying. A stone, cold, a stone cold classic that does nothing excellently. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, there, there, it could describe so many games. <laughs> like, Hey, yeah. Google, define <laughs> Backhanded compliment. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, who uh, knew Bubble Bobble was such a controversial game? Jeez, yeah. man, it's a it's a real lightning rod, man. It uh, it's got us polarized, man. It's divided the show. Uh, these dragons, the two man. teams. Yeah. <laughs> so you're either Team Bubble or Team Bobble. Uh, yeah. So it's time to pick a side, guys. But also, Johnny, it's time to activate the calculating computer and take us home. Calculating computer activated. Computers. Beeps. Beeps. What the heck? Scoring complete. This game's winner is... John Harrington. Hell yeah, motherfucker. Oh, wait, that's but. not the right sound. This game's it's a team win, is... win. John Regan. Yeah, boy. It's a team win. Team Hooch defeats Team Scooch. Um, and so now what? we're going to do the uh, double dragon thing where the two of you have to fight each other to figure out who wins, right? Oh, yes. Absolutely. Because uh, there's no way... <laughs> there's no way that johnny and i could ever agree upon a theme for our next episode y'all have to do so, a lip sync challenge oh yeah that's gonna work out real well with our connection speeds uh <laughs> how to make me lose a challenge fucking you know make it timed in any way uh yeah so johnny great job man thanks for being on my team hey yeah thanks for having um, me on the team Happy to be here. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we uh, we thoroughly kicked the ass of David and Jesse. Not even close. Seven to four. Uh, you know, 
a thorough, thorough ass whooping. And that means that it's time for you and I to come up with a theme for our next episode. Oh, I have actually a formula for this. Check this out. Hit it. All right, pull out your calculator. Yeah, got it. All right, type in 338 mm-hmm. and then divide it by 26. Okay. And that divides evenly, doesn't it? Hmm. I got um, <laughs> this answer. <laughs> but yes, uh, more accurately, you know, Johnny, you're fucking right. To, you know, next week is episode 338. 338 divides evenly by 26. Every 26 episodes, as per the game that tune charter. Johnny, unfurl your foreskin and read us the charter. All right. Oh. Let's see here. What's that sound? Is that the worst unfurling foreskin sound I've I've ever ever done that? (laughs) Let's see here. All right. Let's see here. Paragraph 420, section 69. It says that every 26 episodes, we do a redo episode. Hell yeah. Good. Game that tune redo. The you know one of the only traditions that we've upheld throughout the entirety of the show. Um, every twenty six episodes, we redo games from previous episodes. We revisit things. So yes, it's going to be a fantastic one. We're going to look back on some games that we previously used. It's so, not a clip show. <laughs> it's not. Although I would consider making it one. Now that you've said that, why haven't we done a clip show before? Uh, they're God. called the one hundred free play jingles. I feel like for epi- like for the if we continue the show and we make it to twenty six episodes of redos, then the twenty six twenty six needs to be just recycled footage, we're, and it we're it should way. not even make sense. We're halfway there. It'll be the 13th redo. The 13th game that tune redo, guys. What a a time it's going to be. So um, prepare accordingly. Bring games that have previously been used on game that tune for next week's episode. Fantastic. I love it. Johnny, you did it, man. You fucking carried this team tonight. Thank you so much for this uh, this excellent victory. You're welcome. And uh, David and Jesse, you know, thanks for playing. And to everybody watching with us, thank you everybody so much for watching. You know, thanks for tuning in. We got a great crowd tonight. You know, I, I know that not many of them are left, but we had a fantastic raid. Thank you everybody that stopped by. We're live every Wednesday night. We're on Twitch. We're on YouTube. We're on Facebook. Search for Game That Tune. You, you can check out your podcast devices. We're in your podcast devices on Tuesday mornings. Uh, GameThatTune.com or anywhere that you get your podcasts. We appreciate you guys listening. Rate and review and subscribe into our podcast. We love you guys so much. Uh, thank you to everybody checking out Patreon. Patreon.com slash Game That Tune. It's uh, the home for awesome exclusives. We've got Game That Tune Gems, where we take a look back at music uh, from games released 30, 20, and 10 years ago. We've got Game That Tune mixtapes. We've got uh, movie nights. We've got all kinds of fun stuff that is supported by the activities there at Patreon.com slash Game That Tune. And we appreciate everybody checking us out and supporting us there. We especially appreciate the support that we get from our absurd fans on Patreon. I am, of course, talking about... uh, Excuse me. I'm, of course, talking about Daniel Perky, Taylor Y, Sam L, Phoenix Tier 2121, Beast Pond, and the Kerrigan. 
a fantastic group of Patreon absurd fans that we appreciate every week. Uh, want to give a shout out to our requester. Uh, David took the request and it was from. I certainly did take the request. The request came to us through our Discord from Spartacat. Yep. Spartacat, thank you so much for the request. Discord is a great place to make the request. Check the show notes. Uh, you can also make your requests at GameThatTune.club, our fantastic social media server. Uh, and that's going to just about do it. So, guys, it was a team show. That means we're going home with team bonus tunes. Johnny, you have the capability to play two songs at the same time, right? Uh, I do, but a uh, fun fact, you and I actually picked the same bonus songs. you got to be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we just play the one and call it a team effort here. I promised everyone two bonus songs tonight, Johnny, so <laughs> you're going to need to come up with something. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, we'll talk for a second uh, <laughs> while I find something. So Johnny is going to tell us what his bonus tunes are for tonight's show, and that's all I'm going to say about that. Awesome. All right, so my bonus tunes tonight are... 9-Bit Expedition from the uh, Dust Force soundtrack, mm. which is a pretty cool, chill soundtrack from a pretty cool indie game that came out about 10 years ago or so. That's good. That's good. And that will play, and then it will roll directly into my bonus tunes, which tie directly to our discussion tonight of Team Sonic Racing and how Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transformed was the superior game and if you know me, you know exactly what song is going to play. And we love you guys. Peace out, everybody.
two fantastic flavors going together. Uh, Dead by Daylight is copyright 2016 Behavior Interactive. Keep talking and nobody explodes is copyright 2015 Steel Crate Games. Halo Reach is copyright 2010 Bungie Incorporated and Microsoft Games. Team Sonic Racing is copyright 2019 Sega Games Company Limited. Bubble Bobble is copyright 1986 Taito Corporation. 